You're now entering a restricted zone. Welcome to Area 52. What's up, everybody? Welcome back. It is, once again, the Area 52 podcast. And I'm happy to say, once again, everybody's in the pool. And we're not dead. No. We all they- lived. <laughs> we all made it. Barely. It's, <laughs> but you're back. You're uh, you're still here. You look like... You look like the picture of the suspect. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean. Like he's got like a jacket, like a hat on. And like a big hat. This yeah. is my lazy Sunday outfit. Okay. This is what I Just wear. Just when you're hanging so out. you're lazy yep. killing yeah. outfit. Yeah. I don't want to go far to find a victim <laughs> yeah. today, he thinks. Do you burn your clothes after? I mean. No. I like to smell them. <laughs> I want to laugh, but I also kind of want to run for the door. Um, What did you do this week? Anything? Uh, no. I just worked, and uh, that was pretty much it. I played with my puppy. I made him a blanket today, an airplane blanket. Oh, what do you mean made it? Like, did you? I went down to this craft store and I got some fabric, fabric? Uh-huh. and then I like cut tied, the ends and then tied, tied it together, it? Uh-huh. so it's like a stitch-free blanket. Aww. And I made it for him. And then Aww. every time before I leave the house, now I put his blanket in the dryer, so Aww. it's all warm for him. Aww. That's where I've gotten now as a dog owner. Eric. <laughs> but you still won't stop killing people. Yeah, it's, <laughs> like, it's amazing. Like I just... It's like even Hannibal Lecter loved his kitty. Yeah, yeah like everybody has a, a pet they love. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Babe, well, what was your week like? You had, a, you had wrestling practice today? Yes. You threw down a match? Yes, I still, Eric, I still didn't shower. Okay. In, oh, I don't care. I haven't showered today either. <laughs> you smell better than so a you, corpse. The victims are yeah. still, yeah, they're still, there's smell still worse. evidence all over you. <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, I'm like so tired right now, you guys. I'm sorry. I'm like well, a little. You're not only tired, but you got thrown around and beat up. and Yeah. And I didn't sleep. How I really long didn't sleep. How does the sleep. match last? Well, uh, the today practice we only was did three hours. Though. Yeah, three hours. Yeah, of bu- of drills and practicing. But then you did you ran seven minute matches. But yeah, we did like I mean that's just kind of what we ended up doing when we Jeez. were all sudden done. But it was it was oh freak. I've missed that. Was, Jeez, I know I here. have too, Eric. Oh, we, that man. corner was just too quiet without you. Wait, so you have practice and then like the matches afterwards, or is like the match yeah, like part of the practice? The match is part of the practice. Okay. So like, and today like crazy enough, the whole idea was that we were just thrown into a match like we were not allowed to have any preparation for it so that if that happens you know like on show day or something like that it was like a it was a good day though yeah. wait what happens if like something happens in the match and like somebody actually gets angry at the other person for some reason and you're like i really kind of want to like maybe not pull a punch um that i mean that actually happens and like if if sometimes like somebody's intentionally stiff with you because somebody just actually works that way then you know, you might give someone what they call a receipt, you know, like you might throw them into the corner really hard and like actually punch them in the face or something. And I mean, it's kind of old school ways. You're not mm-hmm. trying it's to not... Like break somebody's nose, but you might mm-hmm. give them a, a shot that's a little harder to let like them know. Like a stiff for, you know, forearm like yeah. to the uh-huh. chin, like, or, you know, like really throw them hard into the corner. Yeah, like let them, know, let them know like you can. But so I'm I mean, it definitely it happens. Yeah. 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 I really don't like to hurt people. I, I really don't. So I have a hard time. You know what's funny uh, is that you say that when you wrestle girls, but then when you wrestle guys, you hit them as hard as you possibly can. Oh, yeah. I actually, I really love to wrestle the guys because I don't feel yeah. like... Um, you and wrestled all, guys, too? Well, yeah. That's who her like, match was against. Both yeah. of her matches were really? against dudes. Yeah. So she didn't... Uh, yeah, so she threw new... Like, Wait, are they new like normal-sized guys or like my-sized no, guys? good-sized uh, dudes. Really? <laughs> 
guy who wrestled today yeah. is at least my, my yeah, weight. Yeah, he's big. Height. Bravo, yeah, Russell. Yeah. yeah. He's he's a 200-pounder. Yeah. Holy Jeez. Yeah, he's like, well, he's probably like, what, six, six, six feet, six, six one. one, maybe six foot. So I, I don't know if Rob will listen to this, but yeah, yeah no, he's, he's not, he's yeah. not a small guy. Yeah, he, yeah. But you got, I'm I mean, up to 175. But you got to understand, oh, Eric. Go, Eric. Yeah. You got to understand, Eric. Putting those rocks in your pocket. Well, the well, the, well, you know, it's <laughs> not, it's not like a, a UFC fight. You know yeah. like what I mean? Yeah. Where like a 205 pound guy is going to be punching her in the face. They work together and they make it work. But and the, the fact w- that she can step in there and lift somebody up, that's impressive. I yeah. Thank I would, you. I wish I would have seen it. I didn't get a chance to. Uh, to go. I don't go down to practice. I let her go, you know, you yeah. know practice. Uh, thing, I really, to be honest, it's, um, oh my gosh, I just lost my train of thought. I'm so. Yeah. Most girls though couldn't lift somebody that big or wrestle somebody that big and make it look believable because yeah. they're not strong enough. Well, yeah. For people thanks, who don't guys. know, uh. Marty, Danny, we call you both. For, there's yeah. people who don't know because because like your social media is all under your wrestling. It name. is. That's like so we're every time active. we tag you in something or refer to you in a tweet, we refer to you as Marty. Yes, but Danny is your name. And that's what we call you. So, Marty but I Danny. hardly log on to my personal account. I mean, as like Dan, literally, right. like twice a year. It's right. like I. There, so it's that's, dead. That's it's why a, we it's call a ghost you town. Danny and refer to you as yeah. Marty. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but yeah, she. Um, she she wrestles here locally with the local organization UCW Zero. Mm-hmm. You can find them on YouTube. You can find their stuff. So if you're overseas on uh, Facebook, it's Ultra Championship Wrestling yeah. Zero. And I think so there's links where... from your Twitter and stuff. Yeah, right? it's yeah, on my thing. page and stuff like that. But actually, like while we're talking about it, I mean, I might as well say. But on December third, we have a show coming up. Um, it's not the UCW uh, Training Center, and that is just off of Orange Street. So if you kind of get off on Redwood Road or take North Temple. Downtown Salt Lake City. Um, yeah. And um, it's super cool, but you can look up online. It's not hard to get down there, but it's uh, Seasons Beatings. So it is a Christmas theme. <laughs> right. And I mean, it's going to be amazing. Beatings. We're going to have awesome. like, oh, yeah, it's going to be amazing. I think we're going to have like a six uh, girl uh, match. Go on. Go on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Eric's going to be involved. Are there, are there, okay, I I don't know that much about wrestling, but I know that there's like storylines that kind of go throughout the whole year. Yeah. Do you guys have storylines? Yeah. Or is it just like, okay. Yeah, yeah there's, we there's do. Cha- there's, there's champions and there's belts and there's there's good guys and bad guys. And I mean, there's, there's betrayal stories. and there's, yeah. I mean, the there's everything. The last we just went to, which was just uh, last weekend, mm-hmm. was, was super cool. They had... Um, all sorts of different matches, all sorts of different matchups. Belts were changing hands. Title championships were getting set up. It was great. They put on a hell of a show. That's and cool. uh, yeah, it's it's super cool that people. I don't know that a lot of people know that that Salt Lake, if you're here local, uh, has a local professional wrestling yeah. organization that you can go see yeah. and watch and wrestle. And they're really good. And I mean, some of these guys like uh, Martin. Um, Martin Casaus, he was on WWE Tough Enough. He's from here, mm-hmm. and he wrestles. He's he's currently on Lucha Underground. Yeah, uh, huh. and he's a buddy of ours, and he wrestles out here. And we've had, I mean, they've had dudes from old school WWE. Uh, they've had new guys. They've had all sorts of people come through. It's a yeah. really cool organization, and uh, and you can see Marty's matches on uh, on our YouTube. Um, yeah, they're. Yeah. I mean, they're. There's some they're, older ones. I, I, mean, I kind of consider you, those practice. Those I mean, are back when you started, right? Yeah. But I mean, like all this, this, uh, this stuff. Anything that's like kind of a, a themed match. Yeah, I just love that stuff. They're fun. Oh yeah. Yeah, they're Man, awesome. That's cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I myself just got back. I did an overnighter to Boston. Uh, I I had a show in uh in a place called Worcester, Mass. And Worcester, Worcester. It's called. It's like, like what a Worcester. Well, it's it's spelled like Wor- Worcester, <laughs> like Worcester. I can't say that word either. But it's damn it, but it's that pronounced is so Worcester. hard. That's how they call it. They call it Worcester. How do you say it, Eric? How do you say the sauce? Wor- that's Worcester. Worcestershire. Worcestershire. Yeah, you have to like 
you have to mix noises when you say that. And that's word. even different than like Worcester. All right. Yeah. So Worcester is spelled like W R W O R C H E S, like Worcester. So it's not like it sounds. Yeah, yeah. but it, they pronounce it Worcester. That is Worcester. just. So if you're in Boston, it's Worcester, man. Blasphemy. I love so, that Louis C.K. joke about. It. He's like, it's not an accent. It's just an entire city saying words. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's good. Um, it's, it's funny, but I, uh, I. When I was there, um, I my flight the coming back the next day wasn't till late in the day, like five thirty at night. So I was like, "Well, I, gu- I guess I'll find something to do." And I found out that the Lizzie Borden house, the Lizzie Borden axe murder house, was only an hour from where I was. And so I got oh, up that it's morning. In Fall River, right? It's in Fall River, Massachusetts. So, cool. so I got up and I drove down to Fall River and um, went and toured the Lizzie Borden house. And the funny thing was, is is I I was intending to get there a little earlier than I did. Because they have tours every hour on the hour, starting from at 11, going till 3. So I got there at about 11.15, and I didn't see anybody. I didn't know there was already a tour going on in the house. So I just, the lady kind of, who who kind of caretakes the, the place, stuck her head out the window, and she's like, oh, you're here for a tour? Cool. Uh, they'll be here at noon. You just hang out here, and they'll, the next one's at noon. So I just sat in my car till noon. I did a few little walk-arounds, filmed, you know, filmed the house a little bit. And then they came out, and there was like four or five people on that tour. My tour, I was the only one. And when I came out from my tour, there was like five ladies already waiting. So like for some, I was lucky enough to be the only one. And so when you go in, they say no filming in the house. And the guy's like, look, um, since it's just you, I'll give you a different tour. So go ahead, feel free to film. So I literally held my phone and filmed the whole tour. like, And took took it like you were taking the tour. And he walks me through every room in the house. I mean, I stood in the place where the murderer Mm -hmm. stood at the end of the couch. I saw the upstairs. And I filmed the whole thing. And I actually posted it on uh, the Ghost Hopping YouTube. Um, So it's very informative. I didn't do a lot of paranormal stuff. It's literally like 40... Did you fart in there? Uh, No, I didn't fart (laughs) in the house. I was very respectful. I just want to know if you left anything <laughs> I, I left nothing i took nothing with me i no. just want you to film Wait, yourself doing that on the flare cam I'll one time i don't think i know that i don't think i know that story of the house well w- without getting too much into it now we can do it because we thing should on do it. a podcast basically on it. what it was is in the 1892 uh andrew and abby borden were found uh killed in their home hatcheted to death in uh the mother upstairs was hatcheted in the head Jeez. 19 times the father Gross. was laying on the couch and he had been hit in the face 11 times their daughter lizzie was charged with the murder but ultimately let go uh and acquitted of the murder and went on to become a local celebrity and the actual day and the and the circumstances of the crime are pretty interesting and the walkthrough that i do with this guy he takes you in from the moment it began and tells you all of the players and where they all sat. And it's a very Mm -hmm. informative, he's a very knowledgeable and and friendly guy. And the tour was great. And uh, I mean, it's a really cool introduction to that. And I, so if you know what, go watch that. It's on, it's on my Facebook. Okay. It's also on um, the ghost adventures. People go there. Yeah. They've done an episode there. um, And I stood where they filmed and got their evidence and um, you can go back there and stay there overnight um, it's a really, really cool place. Okay. So watch that, and then we'll do an episode on Lizzie. Wait, in fact, how, you know, maybe next. How time did or you something. get that thing through airport security? Well, it's the it's not a it's it wasn't like a steel hatchet. Oh. It's, it's like, like styrofoamy. Well, oh. no, it's a wood handle. It's well, rubber. but the rubber the oh, thing, so they, the they took. The, did they have to look at it? Part. No, like, oh, this they is didn't fake. even ask me. 
They they literally well, that's what I'm that's what was so funny about that post that I did. They had my backpack and in it I had it wrapped in newspapers. So, so it, it was a replica safe. axe, by the way, of yes. the the murder weapon that they used. For those I posted this on my Twitter and on it, was, it was yeah an, an, a bloody hatchet replica. <laughs> yes. and I had it wrapped in newspaper, Life stuck size. in my backpack. So my backpack comes through the thing, and the lady goes, "Sir, is this your backpack?" And I'm like, "Yeah, it's a it's a ble- a replica." I, I couldn't even get the first word out because she goes, so is this your yogurt? And I said, yeah. And she goes, I'm going to have to throw this out. And then hands me my bag. Takes my little tiny travel di- Yoplait yogurt, but asks me nothing about the bloody hatchet shaped thing that's in my bag. <laughs> the only thing I can think of is because it's like not metal, that the metal detector, like they can see through it. So they're like, oh, that's not a threat. That's because other it's than still that, like, just it's so funny. Yeah. It's yeah. like I could have had the shape of a fucking bomb, one of those round ones with the fucking fuse yeah. coming off the top. <laughs> that's like that. that <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld has a joke like that. He's like, oh, it's just like a bowling ball with a candle. Yeah, wick? right. Okay. Oh, <laughs> said a hairdryer with a scope on it. That looks okay. <laughs> Exactly. But that's the point. Is that I just I couldn't believe that they didn't even ask me. They didn't even pull it out and go, "Oh, this is so funny." Nothing. They just assumed, "Ah, that's fine. That hatchet shaped thing's probably all right for him to take on the." I remember one time my dad was getting on a plane with like some salsa that he had gotten from Mexico, and the TSA was like trying to take it from him. He was like going ballistic. He's like, "I used to run airports. You can't take this salsa. It doesn't break any rules. It's mild." And then he like looked at one of the guys and he's like, "You, you just want to take it home and eat the salsa at home, don't you? You trying to steal it?" And he's like going crazy in the airport. Oh my gosh! So (laughs) well. So his his rage is expressed in airport outbursts, whereas yours are just prostitute strangling. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Don't take my salsa. Home. Um. I well, like <laughs> Eric. What does it mean? Like, <laughs> I'm just letting the salsa have it today. <laughs> let it let it settle. Go on. Um. But like when my hand tested positive for explosive, what does that mean, Eric? What I have, the hell I have no idea does what that, that stuff mean? Is. I don't know. My sister is like she's like five two. She's like maybe a hundred pounds. She's super yeah. tiny. And she, every time she goes through airport security, something happens. She gets pulled off to the side. Oh my gosh. Like she's got to get the hands wiped down and she's, they go through her whole what bag every heck? time. I just want to know like what it could have even been like what the, it's so weird. I don't know. I don't maybe know. like a cleaning product. That's the only thing I can think of. I mean, I put hand sanitizer on all the time when I'm there, but that's, did, I don't know. Did you, did you have Tanner on? Because maybe your face p- tested positive for brown, and that's what they checked at the airport. Oh my gosh! Wow, we are turning a corner. We have, go back, Re- rerouting. I know. Re-routing. I know for what they do at the airport. They're, not, they're pretty. I, I I look like me. I right. I look like a fucking hooligan, and I walk through with a goddamn axe. But you get I, pulled over a lot, though. Yeah, and then they, they roll down the window and go, ah, you're fine, get out of here. Yeah, you. okay. Nobody, I mean, honestly, and I feel bad, I mean, but if I, like, if I, if I was still me and I grew a big beard in and all that, they would target me, too, because oh, that's man. how they do it. I, I have a baby face, so I'm good everywhere Eric's I go. Eric's, like, Eric's white bread, wonder, wonder white I, bread over there. if I try to buy NyQuil, then they card me, but... Oh. They think you're probably distributing. They yeah. look, you look like a dealer. <laughs> like <laughs> you look. Like, if you went to the store and bought a shitload of Nyquil, people would just go, "Poor guy, he's got a heck of a cold." Sudafed, right? Sudafed is what they used to make. Uh, you could go buy all. You could buy that and a book called "How to Make Meth," and they'll be like, "Writing a report." Yeah. <laughs> Just doing some research. Yeah, like nobody will ever think that you're doing the thing. You could go to the store and buy like a bone saw and some plastic. They'd be like, what'd you do? Catch a deer? Like nothing just, all about All I have you. to do is sniff and then push my glasses up and everyone's like, oh, he's okay. Oh, oh, heck, look at that guy. Oh, oh man. 
just for reading some books. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, gosh. Well, look. All right. Let me be fair that I wasn't I wasn't uh, I, I wasn't trying to be racist talking about that. I think that that's what airport security does. They target people, and I feel oh, that it's yeah. unfair. Oh, totally. Let me just make Thank that you. clever. I'm or that clear. Uh, I don't want anybody tweeting me like you. You're oh, you're such no. Look, calm down. I don't. We don't need that. Everybody's all up in arms anyway right now because we just had a, a presidential election. We've got a new president, and presidents always. Uh, stir people up. There will always be people on both sides of a president's presidency that, um, you know, are either for or against this per- particular uh, candidate. Uh, Donald Trump is no exception. And throughout history, there's been other controversial presidents, some who have even, uh, you know, met their demise during their presidency. And some say that's because of the people who were opposed to what they were doing as president. Um, probably the most famous is the one we're going to talk about today, um, and that is the the assassination of John Fitzgerald Kennedy, JFK. Uh, mm. This was your idea. You wanted to uh, to do this episode. I thought it was appropriate given the time of year. It uh, should hopefully be out. It if might you're listening you... to this, it might be of his the anniversary of his death, it November twenty second. Yeah, because we're fr- we're recording this on Sunday mm-hmm. the twentieth, so it should mm-hmm. be up Tuesday. So that's yeah. actually dead on, babe. Yeah. Nice call. But, it, I mean, it's a fascinating topic. Um, mm-hmm. I think most of us kind of know what happened that day. I mean, most of us have seen the Zapruder film. Most of us have seen specials on JFK, and we know about all of the different controversies and conspiracy mm-hmm. theories that exist. People, let, let, so let's just start. It's not so cut and dry. You can say that people definitely don't just go, uh-huh, that's what happened. There's there's enough uh, strange occurrences or uh, like like you said, controversy around it that people can kind of go, let's take a second look. Right. So, okay, let's just start at this. We, since since I can assume that most people listening aren't going, what? What happened to who? You, spoiler alert. Yeah, look, if you don't know about the Kennedy assassination, stop right now. Go, go at least understand what happened that day. Catch up on your history. I don't know. Read a book. Do something. <laughs> but um, let's just start with the... Eric, with the, are they teaching this in schools? Um, I don't know. Yeah, they, I actually... Almost, I, I wrote it probably one of the dumbest JFK jokes ever for stand-up. <laughs> Good. Yeah. <laughs> um, did you save it for us here today? Uh, I can tell you the premise. Oh. We don't get to have the end. Oh, do you guys want to hear it before we get into the, like, yeah. the stuff that's serious yeah. and sad? No, yeah. we just wanted you to Let's like... Let's start with okay. something that's Sorry. serious and sad, too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, th- my tooth. Uh, <laughs> All right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what you get. Hit your tooth on there. My dick. <laughs> so, uh, SkyMall on, air- on airplanes used to have this dog genealogy kit you could buy, and it would like tell you the genealogy of your dog. So, I wanted to, Ooh. which I thought was dumb. You can just look at it and know what it is. <laughs> but I wanted wow. to do a joke where I sent it in, and I found out that my dog was one of the Kennedys. That he came from the long line of Kennedys. And then everyone in my city was so proud to have a Kennedy, like American royalty, that they threw my dog a parade. And my dog ends up getting shot in this parade. <laughs> but oh, So where's the joke? Where's the, what part is the, the joke? No, none, no, none of it's the joke. No, no that's just you no. putting a dog instead At of risk. JFK. Yeah, what? That's, that's no, that's not joke. a joke. That's not a joke. No, yes, no. They shot my dog. Okay, no. listen, Eric. Stop. You let me know when you're going to tell that joke on stage, <laughs> oh, and I want to see you try it out. Okay. I want to be there the first, okay. the first time, not the second time, not the third time. Like I want to see the kinks get worked out. That offended All right? me. That offended me on so many levels. Like as a person, as an animal lover, as a comedian. <laughs> Ugh. 
My, my tooth. <laughs> like, okay, can we get back to fucking talking about JFK? Yeah. Is that fine? Yeah. You got any more bits you want to try out before no. we move on? It's a solid no. bit. Oh, that's it. <laughs> it's a solid bit. Oh my okay. God! I, you know what? I okay. hope I hope somebody shoots your bit in the head from a fucking <gasps> six door window. <sighs> anyway, now can we? We'll, we're back on course, I suppose. Yes. Thank you, Eric. Um, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Where do you? What? What do you guys believe? Um, I mean, you know, do you think he was uh, assassinated by a lone nut? Do you think Lee Harvey Oswald is the killer? Uh, where do you stand on the on the JFK uh, assassination? Mm, well, like we were talking about when we were coming in here, I like the theory that he was killed by Lyndon B. Johnson, the vice president. Because, <laughs> right, because you have a joke about this. No, I just I just like the idea that like Lyndon B. Johnson was like so crazy and so upset that he wasn't going to be asked to come back as the vice president right like, no, that made point. him upset enough mm-hmm. to be like all right if he's not gonna have me come back i'll just kill him right and it like, was that's uh, insane well, that's a Nixon, cool theory or who was it that was uh that was gonna they said they were gonna take him off the democratic ticket yeah. completely right yeah. and he wasn't even gonna be asked to come back huh. as the vice president and so he's like well i'll just make myself the president and have him killed because he was in he was the governor of texas so right. he knew people he had connections oh. he had power still and first of all he's from texas so that automatically makes him a little crazy and, but yeah, and there's actually tapes, apparently, I haven't heard any of them, but, uh, um, Kennedy's wife actually thought LBJ was the one behind it. Really? That Lyndon B. Johnson was the one that had him killed. Well, really? I, I had never heard that theory, Eric. That's really cool. Well, there's a lot that LBJ did. So you kind of have to look at it. LBJ is a great place to he start. BJ in his because... initials. <laughs> I'm shocked that I wasn't the one that said that. Danny, I'm a little, I'm a little upset with you. She's a better comedian than you. <laughs> you heard her joke about the dog parade? No, you know why? She didn't fucking write one. Because <laughs> she's a better comedian no, than you. No, it wasn't a dog parade. It was a human parade with the dog as the centerpiece. That's even fucking worse. I imagined a dog parade and I fucking smiled for half a second. <laughs> oh my gosh! Black and white. The but no, he's out. a good place to start because you you have to if you look at that. That's a great. That's a great point that you made. They were in Texas. LBJ's got connections. Now, after the assassination, LBJ's literally sworn in on the plane. Yeah. Like, the plane's not even in the air for five minutes, and he's already yeah. the president. There's like that infamous picture with the bloody dress. He also ordered, uh, he also ordered for the car to be cleaned and rebuilt. So, like, they, they didn't even just clean the evidence. They rebuilt the car so that they couldn't actually do forensic studies on where the bodies were. Um, See, why would you do that? Exactly. And he also ordered for Governor Connolly's suit to be dry cleaned before it was president before it was presented for evidence. How is that like What? Yes, yeah, LBJ did all of this. Uh he he ordered for this Governor Connolly's suit to be to be uh dry cleaned. And to me it's like again, it, it goes back to 9/11, right? It Cheney and Bush order everybody the minute the thing comes down, get rid of all of it. Smelt it. Yeah. So, but why? Delta. We this a president was just killed. They they had um, and I mean we can get too far ahead of ourselves, but I mean the CIA, the FBI, J. Edgar Hoover, they had Lee Harvey Oswald's name and were saying Lee Harvey Oswald's name before the Dallas police even knew who they had in custody. I mean, they knew who they were going mm-hmm. after. So I think I'm with you. I think that it was a joint effort. People locally, clearly, guys like Jack Ruby. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, and wasn't he also not very? I mean, I, maybe I'm wrong about this, but wasn't he pretty beat up by the police? 
and they harass him pretty heavily. Like oh, Harvey Oswald. Yes. Oh, absolutely. And he has I all mean, his like, shots. He's and all he was extremely up. unprotected. I mean, like anywhere that they took him. Um, well, they took him. The yeah, they marched him to the police station. Right, and like I said, like he's just like this wide open target right. for like a, you know when Jack Ruby just walks up and and then boom. Shoots him. Oswald's dead. And what do you do? Now you don't have any evidence. You don't even have... And you can't... can't even get his side of the story. No, and and he's dead. He did it. Done. And there's people that even say uh, that the corpse they buried wasn't even Oswald's. Well, his wife said the scars were different and, and his mother So then where said, do they think it went? What I don't, I don't get know. What would be the point of taking the why corpse? Why would you dump Osama bin Laden's body in the ocean? Why? I don't no think sense. they did. I know, but I mean, uh, th- that's the official story. I Why know, that's such a weird thing. Why would that's you get a, a car rebuilt? Thing. Why do you clean this? That's the thing is that this should have been treated like we talked about on 9-11, like we talked about on other things, like the most delicate crime scene mm-hmm. yeah. of all time. They would have sealed that off and said, somebody has killed our beloved president. But they didn't. They said, hurry, clean everything up. Get that car out of here. Yeah. He's the president. That's the guy. Shoot him. He's dead. Jack Ruby's in jail. He's going to die of cancer. Boom. Case closed. Warren Commission. Hmm. Do you think that uh, if Kennedy wasn't such like a, well, now he's notorious. I don't, back then, people probably didn't know that he fooled around all the time on his wife. But do you think, I mean, the CIA probably had to know about that stuff because they're always, they, they always keep track of him. So they're like, oh, he's with Marilyn or whatever. Do you think like... They don't want that stuff getting out, so that's why it's just like a, well, well, he he died. No. I, well, I don't know. My personal theory is that this was the 50s and 60s. Well, uh, men, men having an affair with their secretary. Sure, but or, I mean, and then the other side of that is that we kind of delved into this a little bit in our famously suspicious, I think that's what yep. episode it was, when we talked about the death of Marilyn Monroe and the idea that she was possibly killed. I mean, some ideas were from, you know, the mob or the mm-hmm. mafia, but... Other ideas were that she was taken out uh, and people had seen uh, JFK, right, leave her apartment with or jo- uh, John Robert Kennedy. Robert, leave. One, yes, mm-hmm. leave her apartment that day, like earlier in the day before she was found. And the idea that she was taken out because of the things that she had known because of the affairs that she was having with the president. Which is so, weird to I think mean, that the president can just like stroll around without like private security like that. Like just leave. I well, think he had, I think they had, I mean, he had the secret CIA's service there with somewhere, him. But. Right. And, and you know, there's just, the fact of the matter is, is one of the, one of the things about Kennedy's assassination that I think sticks with people is that we all saw it. We've all seen it. We've yeah. seen him die. Yeah. If if um if for those of you out there, you probably are aware of the the movie footage of JFK's assassination. It's referred to as the Zapruder film. It was filmed by a man named Abraham Zapruder. I don't who, know. whoever stabilized it too. They did a great job, but it's graphic. Yeah. yeah, it's it's one of those things where when you watch the original and it's shaky, yeah. you kind of see it. But when they have stabilized yeah. it and HD'd it, it's horrible. Yeah. But I think that's one of those things that also at the same time with our eyes. We can see things in that footage that don't match up with the official report. And again, it's it's like 9-11. There are things where you watch that building come down at free fall and you go, how? How does that happen? How is that this? I'm looking at a hole. I don't see a plane. And when I look at JFK, I see the, the back of his head exploding out yes. like this across the back of the car. In fact... His wife like tries to clean it up, right? The Isn't she? In I think shock? she's trying to. Gra- I'm, I'm sure she's trying to save anything she can yeah. in the instance that they can put it back together. Yeah. Oof. That is the exact story. Did you know that story? What story? 
well, the people think that she's reaching out for the Secret Service agent in that. No, I knew she was grabbing his. She was his grabbing head. a piece of his skull, yeah. and the story is that she kept it in her hand all the way to the hospital, and because she was in shock, she the nurse had remembered that she had meekly walked up and said, "Will this help?" And handed this piece of JFK's head. Now, now, look again, and that's one of those things that I think sticks in people's, you know, minds is that you're telling me that this man, and and again, Lee Harvey Oswald, there's the the old, you know, stories that he wasn't a great shot, that he was a barely uh, a a qualified marksman Mm -hmm. in the army. He wasn't even good enough for the sharpshooters. He his rifle wasn't powerful enough to do the damage. There's no way he could have gotten all three shots off that accurately from where he was at. Because the idea is that he has to have the gun up. He doesn't ever like put it down if you imagine like some people like put it vertical, cock it, then put it back up to the shoulder and aim. But like the idea is that he would have to have it up at his shoulder at all times and reloading from his shoulder position. In a a moving target, that's hard to get through. And it was like in under what, nine seconds or like 11 seconds or something. And and, and, And here's the thing. There's so many parts to this, right? That, that. You, when you step back from it, it's like I said, a lot like 9-11. Them going through Dealey Plaza. Uh, Dealey Plaza, um, the overview of it, is kind of this route where three roads converge. So you have these roads coming through town, like, you know, straight roads. And they kind of converge. To be honest, it looks a lot like a female reproductive system. Like how it kind of huh. comes down and does this, and then the center road comes in. Mm-hmm. And they all converge. Mm-hmm. And... The choice to go around Dealey Plaza was against protocol because, for, if I remember correctly, uh, the motorcade was not supposed to go below a certain amount, uh, you know, miles speed, per hour. right, yeah. And it almost had to come to a complete stop. And there are people that say that in the Zapruder film, there's the first shots where he's coming and then he goes behind the, the sign. And there's, some people say there's a few frames missing from behind the sign because when he comes out from the other side of the sign in the Zapruder film, he's already doing this motion where he has his hands up and he's holding... Like his neck. People believe that he was shot in the neck. He wasn't. He was actually shot in the back. But he comes up like this. And he's already doing that. And eyewitnesses, multiple eyewitnesses, said that they saw the car come to a complete stop. Almost mm. like, which hit your mark. Like there, yes. you know, Because protocol would be any gunshot. Take the gun fuck it. off. Yeah. That's another thing. And we, the, like Secret it Service, does after he's had after like a third dead. shot. Yeah, like shot. And yes. none of the Secret Service guys jumped on the car or on Kennedy. And, and, and it's an open car. Like people? it's this wide they, open convertible. Next like to it. And no, nobody, not even nobody next was to like, it. oh, they're, get they're down. They're fucking way yeah. back. The only guy that responded, in fact, was a guy. I have his name here. Yeah, because I've seen other. Who was the other? Um, I think it was Reagan, maybe. There's there's another, there's an attempted sass- assassination on tape, and as soon as any shot is fired, there's like five guys jumping on yeah. the president and covering him. And in Kennedy, nobody tries to. Yeah. Everyone's just like, eh, he got shot. Unlike, I mean, like I said, the motorcade is just wide open. Like, there's, yeah. it's a convertible. And it's he was so unprotected. And it wasn't supposed like, to be. The, he, Kennedy, asked to take the, the top off. Really? It, ha- yeah, it has a top and Kennedy was like, no, nah, I want the people to see me, like Aww. take the top off. So he was the one who suggested, he's Aww. like, no, nah, let's let, let people see me when I go drive That's around. Sad. The only uh, Secret Service agent to respond, the man that you see that runs and jumps on the car was a man named Clint Hill, an agent who was originally not supposed to be there because, uh, but he was assigned specifically to Jackie and she requested him. Aww. So he ran up and all uh, you're right. Yeah. No. Where the fuck is the secret service? Yeah. I, I actually never realized that before now, but all the other, because there's the other video of, I think it's Reagan, yeah. but 
It is Reagan like on the five, street. Yes, five or six guys get him and throw well, him in the car. And I mean, they even did it. that with Trump like a couple weeks ago when he was at a debate or a rally or something like that. And Man they were all were in Florida or so, I think yeah. something and they were worried about. Yeah, I mean, and, they like yeah, surrounded the, him within. There was five dudes around yeah. him and they escorted him off stage immediately. And, so yeah. like, and here's Kennedy. That's out protocol in the of nothing. for. Yeah, like no, it's weird. No, no roof, no secret service, he, yeah. slowing down. And uh, it's 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 historically known that there had been assassinated assassination attempts on other world leaders around that time. De Gaulle had a had an assassination attempt. What's weird is they it's didn't crazy. have a guy like in the car no. with him and then it's like if anything happens he gets on top and is just like get out of here. Right. Yeah. Uh, Brady, the the guy who was shot when Reagan, he dove in front. He got shot yeah. in the head and ended up spending his life in a wheelchair. Yeah. And um, I mean he, there were people who jumped in front of Reagan and took bullets for the president. Yeah. They, You're right. They were on him in a second and you watch that and you see a man out in the middle of nowhere, like an open fucking yeah. target. And you're right. Nobody responds n- until he's dead. That guy, the car doesn't even take off until his head is. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to throw out another theory to, cause some people think it's just one gunman, but well, I'm pretty sure that Kennedy was the one I was just telling Danny. I'm pretty sure Kennedy was the one who said, let's take the top off the car. Let people see me. So it would make sense to have multiple gunmen because they were probably figuring the top was going to be on. Right. So if you could have people from different angles because mm-hmm, you know the top's mm-hmm. on, and that's even harder of a shot. Mm-hmm. So once the top was off, they were probably like, oh, okay, we're not going to have to worry about this because they they didn't put the top on the car today. Yeah, well, and, multi- and there were... Because uh, going through, uh, shooting through glass and stuff, that's not yeah, easy. Yeah, that's different. Um, I, I don't. We might be heading in the same direction, but there were multiple eyewitnesses that had said that they had heard different gunshots coming from different directions. You know, some of them have heard it over the grassy knoll. Others said it was coming from an entirely different direction. Um, then is it the depository, the book depository? It's, yeah. Mm-hmm. The, um, yeah, the doubt, doubt. Yeah. So, I mean, they had said that they had heard, like I said, in fact, over the fence, I think like, over, over yeah, like it, in it, that way, like they were chasing. And I don't know, like if the acoustics of that area and the tall buildings, if it bounced the sound around of the gunshot, yeah. to be honest, you'd almost have to experiment with it to know how the sound carried because that could have happened. Um, like a sonar effect, but or people something, ran. But there was there is footage of people yes. running up the grass. Yeah. Hill. In fact, so many people ran up there that they destroyed it as a crime scene. Because, wow. Because if somebody had been standing there mm-hmm. and had and had there was any DNA evidence, people were over there and running through and trying to find the guys. Yeah. And there was all these stories of people in the in the crowd where, where cops would come and go, "Hey, man, who are you?" And they'd go, "Hey, I'm with the I'm with the Secret Service. Get out of here." And then they would just you know let him go. So, because they said that, and it could have been that they were, or they could have been black ops, they could have been CIA, they could have been FBI. The fact of the matter is, is that it feels like, just like 9-11, and when you step back, and, and I know you keep comparing it, but both of these had investigations by the government, not by individual people, because the Dallas police force, they didn't do anything, all the evidence went to the FBI. All the evidence was uh, was given over and, and, mm-hmm. and was reviewed in a Warren commission, um, and just like in 9-11, just like in other reports that we've talked about, people, eyewitnesses, who said, I heard shots coming from the grassy knoll. I saw a man standing over there. They would read their reports, and their uh, their accounts were changed to match what they heard shots coming from the depository. Building. Yeah. What's the, the maybe we'll get into this. I've, I've never really looked into it, but there's like, I thought there was a theory about like, there's like a lady in a trench coat that's oh, like yeah, out of the place. Babushka lady. Yeah. yeah, there's a couple. There's a couple people that are interesting. There's like the man the with the umbrella yeah. and stuff like that, who doesn't really appear to flinch or react uh, how you right. would think someone would react when a uh, when a an assassination has just occurred so close yes. to his being. But 
Um, well, They've both maybe been we should debunked, like. Actually. Maybe we should just like. Well, I think he came out and said he was. Who yeah, there he was, was a man right, who came but... out. The, as far as goes, there was a man who came out and said it was him, and that he was. He was. I can't remember exactly what he was protesting, and there was this British. I want to say it was a British somebody. I, I, I honestly don't remember the details, but he would always carry an umbrella. And the, he thought the way to stick it to Kennedy was to stand with his umbrella out as if he were, you know, protesting. And that's what he, some people say he was the signal man. When the umbrella went up, it was mm-hmm. the signal to shoot. The babushka lady was a lady who appears in pictures of the scene. There's people who had taken pictures as the car was driving off. She appears to be standing there filming as well. Um it looks like she's filming the whole thing, and it yeah. also looks like she's not flinching. Mm-hmm. But she's never come forward, and nobody's ever seen her video footage. Now, somebody, also I have heard that report, that she said she came forward, and she gave her footage to the FBI, and they took it, and she never saw it again. Oh, so, that's interesting. So, you know, there's all sorts of stories about it. Yeah, because we've never seen that footage. And, right. and she's uh, she's clearly on, uh, on the side of the, of gr- the Zapruder film filming yeah. uh, the scene. But yeah, she's like in a yellow, uh, I think, kind of, she red has like or a, something like yeah, it's, a, it's a brightly something a thing, around uh, her, but you can see her. tied around her face. Um, but I was just going to say, maybe we should say like kind of what the official FBI statement is, is that the, it was like three shots, right? Yes. And this thing, the, uh, Lee Harvey Oswald killed him. Yep. Um, and one, one, there was basically one bullet that was responsible for all of the fatal wounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, Which is where the idea of the magic through the back into the leg, right? The right. Connolly. So that's kind of okay. where that whole idea of the, the, the saying too. of the magic bullet came from. Yeah. The, the idea of the magic bullet. And um, for those people who have, have heard of this theory, there's multiple takes on it. If you've seen the movie JFK, he presents it one way. If you see it another way, uh, you even brought up that great episode of Seinfeld <laughs> yeah. where they do the whole thing with the... Uh, yeah, I'm Keith Hernandez, with the, where they replay um, Newman getting spit on. Right, at the baseball yeah. game. <laughs> and it's hilarious. And that plays off JFK, the movie from Oliver Stone as well. Um, but the theory is, is that based on... And it, again, it kind of depends on where you position Con- Connolly and JFK in mm-hmm. the car. Because I've seen it done where it, there's no way it can match up. And then somebody, I saw maybe National Geographic or Discovery did one where they show how Kennedy was actually elevated above Connolly in the car. Yeah. And, and if you make these adjustments, it could happen. And with the with the idea that it was from the book depository right. and it was kind of up an, an upward angle kind of coming down. Coming down. Yeah, but the, yeah. his head blows backwards. Ag- agreed. I agree. Now, and we, uh, yeah, and that's just what they're saying. And I mean, uh, to me, it's fascinating that a bullet has enough is it momentum veracity to go through a, a human and then through a seat and then through another human, human enough and then, to like, yeah, like that's times. so much like it, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, the magic bullet theory it, I mean, there, there are people who say, sure, it could be done. Yes. A one in a million shot. But I mean, again, Eric, you said you had that gun. Is it just a replica or is it like a functioning uh, I, gun? Well, I thought it was based off a picture I have, but I have a different type of gun. Oh, okay. Um, I was just going to say, can it shoot? Can it do that? Can it go through that many layers of, um, Stoppage. I don't. I don't remember I, I what size of bullet is. I. I have because mine is a thirty out six. What do we know? Um, what like what it? it I can w- look it up. Yeah, what, look what that up. I, as far was. as I know, I think it was a thirty. Nobody says. Set. Nobody says that. The, uh, most experts agree that Oswald's gun did not have enough force to do what the to inflict the wounds that it did. Let alone go right. like you say, go through multiple bodies. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So I, I mean, yeah, I'm I, I'm with you, Eric. I use my eyes. I watch his head 
go like this backwards. It goes like this. That you don't jerk backwards to where you were shot. Nobody gets shot with a high powered rifle and jerks towards the bullet. Yeah, no. That's not how momentum works. Uh, you know, it's it just doesn't. The 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 exit wound is bigger. And if you've seen the pictures, the back of Kennedy's head was missing. Three quarters of his brain was gone. Yeah. I mean, he, mm. you know, he had he was shot. Uh, this this bullet might have been able to go through everything. Ooh, that's that a pretty. Big that's a pretty. However, big pretty old. School, the magic though. bullet yeah. goes on to be even more magic because then it was supposedly found intact lying on the gurney next to Oswald's body or next to the president's body uh, in the in the uh, hospital how to get there oh no one knows i mean it what? is speculated that uh, it could have been dropped there in fact jack ruby had been seen at the hospital that day and he went on to kill oswald a few days later i am just so confused as to how this bullet went through yeah. all these people a Pristine seat and then condition. landed on how did it get on the gurney? Condition. No one knows, but there it was. Magic bullet. In in fact, a lot did of people don't know this. they actually test that bullet for DNA, or was it just like? Oh well, well, of, uh, who knows what the FBI did? Their their right. investigation was so cockney. Dumb question. In fact, here's a story. I feel like the he, Dallas the Dallas police had to give. In fact, okay, at the very beginning of the when they had the rifle. The first state Hoover himself was that there weren't any discernible prints or evidence on the, on the gun. A couple days later, Saturday night, I believe, after Oswald's been shot the next day, right? The FBI actually takes... This is fucking true. The FBI actually takes the goddamn rifle to the goddamn funeral home and spends four hours alone with Oswald's corpse and the rifle. And the next day... Uh, out of uh, the the the, the, oh who was my it? the police chief in Dallas goes, oh, did we mention we got his fingerprints on the gun? They like <laughs> weekend at Bernie's. Then is that what it is? And and in fact, uh, the coroner said he had a hell of a time trying to get the fingerprint ink off of Oswald's hands to bury him. So, oh my gosh, I mean, look. I feel this is wow. one of those things. They wanted a guy. They had a guy. In fact, when Oswald was arrested. Uh, Oswald went into a movie theater because he felt like they were, you know, some people say he ran. Um, some people believe that maybe Oswald, because he believes he was a patsy, could have been, you know, contact. We've talked about this in the past where like somebody might call up and go, hey, Harvey, listen, we're going to need you to help us out. Do us a favor. Be a patriot. Right. So we've heard there might be some people that might want to do something bad to our president. And we need you to make sure they not, that doesn't happen. So bring a gun and you show up. And he goes, OK, sir. And then the president gets shot, and he goes, oh, fuck, I'm, they're going to pin this on me. Yeah. So he, one way or the other, he goes mm -hmm. down, and he ends up in a movie theater. The police get a call that says a man snuck into the movie theater. Not Lee Harvey Oswald snuck into the movie theater. And they are stingy there in Dallas about yeah. sneaking into theaters. <laughs> and they, the show up, down here. they showed up with fucking force to get this guy, right? And when they got there to him, originally he had two different... Uh, he just IDs left the gun him. in the building, well, right? Well, that's what they say, okay. right? I mean, yeah, I guess he would have had to. Um, some people saw him earlier that day with a package, and they asked him what he was carrying, and he said curtain rods. Um, but there's other people who said that even if you break down his rifle into its smallest possible parts, there's no way that it would have been able to fit in a package that had been replicated to what they saw Oswald carrying. 
Hmm. So that's the thing is there's nothing about Oswald that seems innocent, but there's also nothing about Oswald that seems like he was the only guy. And I think that's where it's at. Yeah. Is you go maybe okay, maybe Oswald had mm-hmm. something to do with it. Maybe he was going to. He might be part not have even it. known how much he was going to have to do with it. Maybe he was. Yeah, who knows? That's kind of like the uh, the plot of that movie. Uh, is it Shooter? Where yes. they're like, mm-hmm. if we to, mm-hmm. to if somebody was going to assassinate this guy, mm-hmm. how would he do it? And then they just pin everything on him. Mm. Right. Um, I always thought. I guess, like, when you just watch Kennedy's body, at first he falls forward because the shot goes through his back and, like, like that. Right. And so yeah. he falls forward. And then the next one, like, blasts his head away and he snaps back. Right. So I just, I guess I was always confused on where the building was that. It's back behind him. So if I'm, okay, look. It's if, like back so the up first into shot, the right. The first like his shot makes right. sense. The first because, shot makes sense because, because it would have slumped forward. him and in from the back. But then the second shooter would have caught him, him from the front. Mm-hmm. Right. The grassy okay. knoll, the bridge, wherever. But that's the thing is we see that happen. Now, Oswald, Oswald goes and he takes off. And when they arrested him, he actually had two forms of ID. One said Lee Harvey Oswald or Harvey Lee Oswald. And the other one was for Alex James Hedell. So they didn't even, the, da- the Dallas police didn't even know who they have. But at that time... Lee, uh, J. Edgar Hoover's already painting Lee Harvey Oswald, has his name, and already painting him as a lone nut. Wait, like, I gotta, like what he, happened to uh, to Jack Ruby? Jack Ruby died of cancer in jail. Hmm. He, he shot Lee Harvey Oswald, went to jail, his cancer got worse, and he died. Because hmm. I was always like, I mean, if I was like in on it with somebody, and I was like, what if they rat me out? I don't want them to rat me out. But I guess I'd probably be a little bit more conspicuous about how I'd kill them. I'd just walk up and shoot them. Yeah. This is, how, this is, and there's there's all sorts of different stories about Jack Ruby. A lot of people believe that Jack Ruby was just a guy around town that really wanted to feel important. You know, yeah. he was a guy that owned a strip club, and he was a big talker, and he had all the stuff. And when this happened, he got pissed, and he was like, you know what? I'm going to... And and some people say that he just kind of because he knew a lot of people around town, he knew where Harvey would be there. He knew what when they were going to be yeah. bringing him out. You know, it was a it was a television opportunity to bring the guy mm-hmm. past him. And a lot of people believe that Jack Ruby may have literally just done. Now, yeah, people say he had ties to organized crime. Sure, if you own a strip club, you might know some mobsters. Yeah, probably not a lot of people. Right. Sure. So I mean, Jack Ruby's got his own set of ghosts. But mm-hmm. to be honest. I just it, think it all, he wanted to be the guy that was yeah. like, I'm the guy who killed the guy that killed the president. Right. Hey, you know? and I think, and there, there's the there's the theory, and people have said, in fact, I think there's been some specials on Ruby where they said, Ruby literally thought he would be, they'd hoist like him hero? on his shoulders right, right. and parade him around town <laughs> as, yes. the, as the big hero. And, you know, and and I'm not actually certain on Ruby if he knew that he had cancer prior to that. He must have. Maybe he must have. Maybe he was like, "Fuck it, I got nothing to lose." You know, I'm gonna be the I'm gonna be the hero, and didn't realize what it was gonna end up being. Um, and and Har- and Lee Harvey Oswald. I mean, the, here's the here's a guy, and that's why none of this makes sense. That's why all of this seems like it comes from on high. Because if you're the government, you wouldn't, and you wanted to do a thorough investigation that you truly believed in, you wouldn't allow for all this bullshit mm-hmm. to go on. You wouldn't allow for Lee Harvey Oswald to be interrogated for twelve hours without a lawyer. Without any of it being recorded. Mm, yeah. Yeah. You yeah, none of that. We don't even have tape of also, that, do we? I none. feel like <sighs> nowadays. None. Can you imagine it, what he would have said? What I, I would like to at least said, to hear it, oh, anyways. For fuck's sake, it's mad. Even if there were, even if he did do it, I wanted to hear his, his story. Right. And I mean, I don't know if like 
protocol back then was different or not. But I feel like if this happened today, president got shot, that entire area would become on lockdown. Like all oh, the secret yeah. service guys oh, yeah. hiding, like they'd be like, nobody leaves until we talk and exactly. look to everybody yeah, totally. and the buildings would be covered and nobody is leaving that area. No. And Mm-mm. it's like the exact opposite. Everyone's like, oh crap. Well, I guess we'll just leave. It's like the exact opposite of what yeah. you would think. And it's like the secret service trains for this stuff. Seems like when it's uh, a cover up or a conspiracy, it oftentimes is like the they do the exact opposite of what you think that they should do in a in a protocol situation where you yeah. would go, okay, you need to seal this off. This is now a crime scene. No content, no further contamination. You know, uh, we got to get to the bottom of this. Yeah. Don't touch that car. You know, we're gonna look at every every inch of it, every fingerprint that's on it. Yeah. Um, nobody's allowed in the depository. Nobody's allowed on the ground. Like, I mean, it's just crazy. And I, I have to believe too that they had guards like in all the buildings because there's tall buildings in that, yes. whole, inner, that whole courtyard area. Yeah, you would so think. So you would think that they would have like um, state police at the doors and you would just tell them nobody gets inside. Yeah. And if something happens, you stay here and nobody comes out. Yeah. But and, it, nothing happened. And by all accounts, there was actually no chain of command for any of the evidence. Like it was just being passed around. Like here's the rifle everybody like Uh, none of this stuff was handled the way that it should be handled mm -mm. when a president is is killed it's it's absolutely insane there's other things that just don't make sense like they trace this uh, this rifle back to oswald because they say he bought it through the mail but we're talking texas in 1963 there's no gun control laws you could have gone in you could have just gone to a store pawn shop and bought a fucking rifle, killed the president, and dumped the rifle. That makes no sense why yeah. you would leave a paper trail. Mm-hmm. Also, there's the accusations that the pictures of him holding the rifle and the Soviet documents have been photoshopped. Um, you know, they've multiple people have shown how the light sources are different. He mm. even said it wasn't him. There were people who believed that at times this Alex James Hadell person could have actually been a double of Oswald, and that's who went to Russia, like somebody impersonating Oswald. What? There's so many weird... Well, how- how would I explain how he had his identification? You know what? To be how I don't know because guess what? They that's didn't ask weird. it. They didn't. As far as I know, none of that was released. None of that's ever been right. Released. We have no it's idea. Recorded. He yeah. was killed the next day, and he came out, and he just kept saying, "I'm a patsy," and he had the black eye, and he was all beat up, right. and he looked like he'd been roughed yeah, up. Yeah, his mugshot is. He's been roughed up. Like now said. there's some interesting things. Now if we if we're thinking that the government wanted to have Kennedy killed, or if, you know, there's a lot of things that could have happened, right? Wait, before, uh, what, ahead, uh, what's yeah. the time space between um, Kennedy dying and Marilyn Monroe dying? Like, how much time passed? I don't know when, uh, was, her, when was her death. She, I think she died in... Look up her eight. death. Okay. Uh, August 5th, 1962. So before him. Just before? A year. A year Because he was 63. Months. This is November 63. Okay. Huh. Wow. I didn't realize it was that long before. Um, but there's all sorts of things that play into the idea of Kennedy being assassinated. And with the, with the government, again, you know, being tied into it, the, the, war, the, the Warren report being uh, changed, witnesses, you know, being changed, the autopsy, um, the official autopsy results being changed. Multiple doctors have said, no, we reported that the exit wound here and an exit, and it was changed. Meaning that there would have been different directions of a shooter? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. yes. And then the report says he was shot here and right. that's what happened and they they'd even changed you know saying that he was shot up high but he wasn't he was actually shot lower which wouldn't have played in with the magic uh, you know there's all these different things there were those things about like the documents that they had changed like the official fbi things or they had shown side by side things that were like here's the official one that was and then here's the one that's like that was released and stored and it was like where they left off entirely um that uh 
Lee Harvey Oswald did not actually have any of the, um, I don't know, like gunpowder no. or is it night? Nit- yeah, the, nit- the, the gases that are released from shooting a gun close to your face. Yeah, like so like it sh- would have been like up, you he know, like, been covered like in said, it. he would have, it would have been on his cheek and all over his hands. And they said that when they found him and they tested him, they put in the paperwork that there was no residue on his hands or face. What? I don't guess. I mean, the only government theory I know is the LBJ one that he was mad that they were going to take him off the ticket and he didn't like that idea. And so, but what's the, well, what's the theory behind the government wanting well, him dead? Here's the thing is that Kennedy did a lot of things that, that pissed off a lot of different branches of the military, mm-hmm. as well as wanting to dismantle the CIA. He went after the CIA because they, he knew, he found out about all of the bullshit they were up to, all of the covert stuff. He found out, um, oh, where was it that he, uh. Also, hold on, I got that these notes here. That would probably be the worst. He found out at one point that the, he went to one of the military and he found out that like they were they were claiming that one of the missiles cost millions more than it did and he found out he was being lied to by branches of the military because they wanted to have their budgets co- to continue to expand. So he's like, "Well, if you're lying to me about this, you know, what else are you lying about?" You know, I you don't need this money. So he was he was pull, taking away power. He was also signing into um act uh he, he, in fact, in, I believe it was in 61, he signed a, an act, an order that took power away from the military and gave it to the Joint Chiefs of Staff so that the military couldn't make the decisions without the president being there. He also went after organized crime. Him and his brother went after organized crime. Um, I also know that at one point, I think it was the CIA came up with this idea to attack America and make it look like Cuba did it. I think it was Cuba. And mm-hmm. it was like fake terrorist attacks so that we could use that as like, oh, we're going to war now. And Kennedy mm-hmm. was like, no, we're not doing that. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, they, um, they were going to remote control fly a, a, a passenger plane. I can't remember what it was called. It <laughs> yeah. was like after a tree or something like that. That was It was like Oper- uh, Operation... Uh, you know what? We have it in the 9-11 notes. I just don't want to yeah. sit down because I'll, I'll lose my place. Okay, no, it's fine. Um, but there were... There were th- so, you know, any branch of the government could have been, the CIA could have done it because he was taking away power from them. The military could have done it because they were taking away power from them. I mean, Eisenhower said we need to be protect ourselves against the military industrial mm-hmm. complex because if we give them too much power, then who do they answer to? If the, if, the, if the president can't call the military out for bullshit without worrying about getting killed by his own military, then that's, that seems pretty scary to me. It mm. seems like we've got branches of yeah. our government that aren't in control or aren't answering to anybody. Or at um, least it's not what they say it is. Right. Uh, he took away power from the CIA. He fired then-director Dulles uh, and was not happy with their abuse of power, wanted to clean house. Both the FBI, J. Edgar Hoover, and LBJ had a lot to gain if Kennedy was shot. In fact, if Johnson, who was friends with Hoover, was president, um, they would both conti- be able to basically continue what they were doing. Johnson had pushed for Vietnam very hard because uh, war means money. Just yeah. like uh, the Gulf War made money for Dick Cheney off of Halliburton, there were a lot of defense mm-hmm. contracts based out of Texas that Lyndon Johnson got a piece of. The Lyndon B. Johnson, I don't know why I like that, well, that theory because it ended up in somebody getting killed I know you his like wife. that theory. <laughs> but like that one, uh, when I, I remember the first time I heard that, I was like, that actually, for some reason, that makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah, he, it does. He's upset. He's not going to, he's losing money. It's in Texas where he has connections, he knows mm-hmm. people, and he still has power. Mm-hmm. And there was also rumors that he, while he was governor, he had people killed that got in his way. When really? he was just a governor. Really? Yeah. That he he was a dirty guy. I, we also, should look into that stuff. I'd never heard he of that stuff. He also had almost, he, they also said that he probably had about as many affairs as JFK did. Huh. They just wasn't talked about well, like and JFK. Like you were talking about with Johnson, he was notorious. Uh, yeah, he, he was, was a, legendary. Yeah. 
He was also huge. Like <laughs> he, he, he had a hog. <laughs> he did. No, that's that's not that's he used to whip it out like in front of people in the White House. Like I, you can read stories there, about this. There are stories about him talking about him. There in fact there's a recording of him talking to his tailor going, You need to let my pants out because they're too tight on my and from from the front all the way back to my butt let out and I'm Does like, he call it his Johnson? I, I don't he know. Must have. I don't know. I but mean, I mean honestly, he was notorious for yeah. like ha- being that guy. Um but uh what, oh, I, I did find this note. What what it was was that the um, the Pentagon and the Matil- the military Matilda Terry <laughs> the had mat- told Kennedy that the Russians had like two hundred or three hundred of these ballistic missiles that they could fire. Turned out they had twelve, and so they were like. Kennedy found that out and was like, well, why are you telling me this? You guys just wanted another 200 missiles for what? What the fuck do you know? And so he basically mm-hmm. was calling them out for their bullshit. Now here's some here's some actual interesting facts. Now this I think could tie into government or like we've talked about before a lot of uh, in fact we'd mentioned it in Rothschilds the possibility that he might have been killed because of the banks now mm. in October of 1963 Kennedy signed National Security Memorandum 263 which stated that all US troops would be out of Vietnam by 1965 he didn't want to go to war he was going to withdraw all troops just 4 days after Kennedy was killed 4 Johnson signed into action National Security Memorandum 273. It's got to be 10 inches longer, doesn't it? Which blocked (laughs) Kennedy's action and committed the U.S. to war. Interesting piece of information. The document that Johnson signed drafted on November 21st, 1963. Weird. The day before Kennedy was shot. You You know what's weird about that, too, is that... That's supposed to be your vice president. Like you guys are supposed to work together, and yet they had two totally opposite um, opinions yeah. on something that important. Mm-hmm. Like Kennedy was like, "Now we're not doing this," and Johnson was like, "We're going to war." Yeah, and they're supposed to be working together. It's, it's well, you got one. If you got somebody who's going to play ball with all the other guys, why wouldn't you have? Why wouldn't you be able to coordinate something like this? Yeah, that's also, so weird. Also, in June of 1963, so five months before his assassination, JFK had authorized. $4.2 billion in United States notes to be issued through the, the Treasury, uh, which was backed by silver that the U.S. had on hand. So it was our money backed by our silver. Um, mm. This money would have been worth the exact same of any other currency that was in uh, uh, circulation. But unlike the money issued by the Federal Reserve, we wouldn't have had to pay interest on it. Um, Which is what sets our national debt, correct? Our national debt is based on the interest uh, of the money that we've borrowed from the Fed. So he was only the second president in the history of the United States to ever do this. The first being Lincoln Mm -hmm. that we mentioned. He released Lincoln dollars, 450, almost half a million worth in uh, 1863 when he was fighting the Civil War. Um, And he was also uh, the second president to be publicly publicly assassinated these are these are these are points to be made Mm -hmm. publicly um and when you really look at it when you look at all of the things that kennedy was doing when you look at him as an outsider when you look at him as a person who was who was clearly trying to do things his way and trying to go against the the powers that we ultimately see as being corrupt it, it doesn't it's not a far reach yeah to go all the holes in oswald all the holes in the Warren Commission, my fucking eyeballs, common sense. Mm-hmm. It's not hard to believe that there's a conspiracy. It's just hard to say who exactly did it. I don't know that we'll ever know unless yeah. unless one of these WikiLeak guys finds the fucking document that said, hey, right. good job, Roger and, and Kenneth. 
good job for shooting that day. Yeah. Or if there's, they find a video or someday in some, some operatives attic, you know, somewhere. I mean, we'll probably never know exactly yeah, who killed crazy. him. crazy. But I think it's fair to say, and I don't know, I mean, listeners, is there one of you out there that believes that Lee Harvey Oswald did this on his own and he was a lone nut? Now, I know there's been a lot of specials that have played up and shown how it's possible for a man, to, one single man to have done mm-hmm. this. I'm certain it is. It's probably possible that a plane could hit a building and bring it down. It's never been done before in the history of planes and mm-hmm. buildings and collapsing and gravity. But is it possible? Yeah. Sure, maybe. I mean, there are a lot of theories as to how it's, like you said, it's possible it, that he could have done it. Like, here's here's how, if yeah. we were going to say, a, here's an expert and since marksman, we are saying. Right, yeah. here's an expert marksman to go mm-hmm. up and recreate the shots. Yes. But was, was, was Oswald? Was this? I mean, look... I know it can be done. Also, nobody recreates it in the perfect scenario. They always go, look, I'll do the gun part. And then like, but no, it's like, did you do this? And then run down out of the depository building and then run to the thing and then and not then be go seen. To here, and then, and then, and then, and then the, like, the are you actually that he was seen across town and that he killed a policeman. What, and what then, was yeah. the theory behind he just didn't like Kennedy? Is that it? Yeah, he was a lone nut that was a, simp- a, a, a Russian uh, communist su- sympathizer. He was a communist. And that's what, that's the thing is that communism back then, it was the same as like the McCarthy trials. You know, all these people, they just, you're a communist, you're on the list, you're a communist, you're a communist. Anybody who had an idea that was outside of stay in line and da 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 da, you're a communist. You're a witch. You're a this, you're a that, you're a, oh, you know, I mean, that's what we're dealing with now. All these people who are out protesting on one side or the other that don't really understand what they're protesting, they're just screaming, they don't understand why they're yelling, they don't understand why they're mad. You know, like those type of people who honestly, those type of people are the type of people who go out and do something stupid. They're yeah. extremists, whether they're doing it in the name of peace, whether they're doing it in the name of God, whether they're doing it in the name of government or their cause. They're the stu- they're stupid and they yeah. go and they do stupid things. And is it possible that Harvey was one of those people? Sure. Yeah. But with all this other stuff. Ah. But then that makes like the 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 fact that he actually like was able to to be successful, like make the the Secret Service and that look that much more of a failure. That just some wacko bought a gun and was yeah. able to kill the president yeah. from a building that apparently nobody was was uh, patrolling, patrolling and watching. And he's not a great marksman, yeah. and you know, and yeah. nobody jumped in front or anything. Nothing that makes it even right. more embarrassing on their part. Mm-hmm. And again, and questionable. I you can just go, use why? my eyes. Yeah. I've I, I've I've seen this murder happen. I mean, let's face it. Most of you out there have probably never seen more. You've you've probably seen this footage, but outside of that, how many murders have you seen on video? I've seen probably well, more than I well, should. Eric, you're a creep. But I mean, our Just average person, the average person, how many murders do they see in their lives? Not many, but we've probably all watched this. Yeah. And when you watch this and you see his head go back, and you know that he was what they say happened, and what my eyes tell me. Yeah. That's why these things, this 9-11, these other things where we have these these things that we can see with our eyes and then we go, but you're telling me this happened and I know I'm not an idiot. I know I'm not stupid. I know I'm not crazy. So tell me why this doesn't add up. And yeah. I think that's one of those things. It just doesn't add up. No, and it's like such a violent video. It's like surreal to watch like the back of his head. Just like It's horrible. Mm. It's horrible. And to... to to know that those, I mean, to, like you say, you look at that and they're fucking alone. Yeah. 
There's there's no Secret Service jumping on the no. president after mm-hmm. the first shot. You're right. You look at that and you just go, how? How? He yeah. was just... He must have just, in fact, Jackie screamed, my God, they're, uh, they've killed him. And Connolly screamed, they're going to kill us all. Now, some people say there because they it sounded to them like they were being killed by, or shot by multiple people. Yeah. But the well, fact the, is, is that, if, how scary, like, that how scary must like, that And even in nine seconds, that's plenty of time if you're following the car to run and jump on the car and try to do something. Mm-hmm. They didn't do anything. Nothing. And the driver's it's like a parade for him. Yeah, he doesn't take yeah. off until until somebody has to tell him to go. Yeah, and the guy next to you gets—he's getting shot, and you're just like. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's like it's a possibility ins- that he didn't exactly know what had happened. Like in that instance, like maybe do I drive towards? Are they? Are they in? Fr- yeah, well, like what do I do? Like if he didn't know where. Come before, maybe the driver was going. What do I do? I'm not going to drive into the bullets. Yeah, I guess that's a right. good point. He didn't know where the shots were coming yeah, from. I mean, like, and there left to right. I mean, that was like a, a street. That's that true. He's went, stuck. He either needs to go into yeah. the tunnel, or you're done. But yeah. normally they normally they have that That's all planned point. out. Like they're like, if something happens, this is what we do. If something happens, this right. is what we That's do. That's why the, the path, yeah. the slowing yeah, down, you think, the it's speed, just so weird. It's all, so none weird. of it makes sense. It all looks like it's a it's a it's a fucking yeah. pigeon shoot. Yeah. yeah, and it worked out way too well for Oswald, who yeah. was just a nut by himself. That the the top wasn't on. That they went through this part where they had to slow down. Because I don't think he would have known that. I don't think Oswald would have been planning no. on that. There's no. no way he would have known that. That's how the the convertible was going yeah. to be. How would he? He had he would have so, had no idea. So you're right. His plan wouldn't for all the planning and all the stuff yeah. that he did. If none of the shit had fallen in line for yeah. Oswald, he wouldn't have, yeah. he would have gone. Oops, the roof's up. Go back and eat my sandwich. Yeah, and I don't know if he's just like the luckiest, you know, assassin ever. It was just his day, and everything went, you know, according to plan. Um, but I just don't really think that. I don't think that because. I don't think he would have planned for things to have been an easier assassination no. than what he was planning. No, you right? Know what I mean, yeah, like, yeah, oh, like well, he would they have didn't, been. Oh, they, they, ideal conditions. Yeah, yeah right. exactly. It's ridiculous. Yeah. That's the problem with this is when you really look at it, you you made you you both just made brilliant points. Either Oswald was the luckiest man alive, or he was the guy that made the Secret Service look like fucking idiots. Yeah. So your official story tells us that. Yeah. That, that it, I yep. mean, it's it's laughably yeah. silly when you yeah. really look at it. Like, I have no military training at all. And if they're like, hey, Eric, you're going to be in charge of the president's security. Like, I feel like I would have done a better job of planning for because like there everybody in Texas <laughs> who was like under the under the like a cop state police, whatever. I'd be like y- each floor is covered. You do not stop patrolling. You do not stop. If you see somebody in the building, they're not supposed to be there because it's not you. Just shoot them. That would be my plan. Well, and let me tell nobody, you this. Maybe, maybe would, don't just authorize murder. Let me tell you this. Um, it's, no, it's protection, I, yeah. I see as. Um, <laughs> this is kind of funny, but um, I did Miss Utah one year. Really? I, I did. I did, actually. She was, and you were Miss Carbon I County. I was Miss Carbon County. And then you went to so Miss Utah. So I competed at Miss Utah. We were there. Um, that competitive nature is so real. Like, it actually exists that um, one girl's dresses got stolen. And it was like this whole big thing. I mean, everybody was just like, you guys sit down. We were all detained on the stage and they told us nobody were fingerprinting every single person and nobody is leaving until that dress is found. And I have no idea what led us to find the dress, but it was like downstairs, like rolled up in a locker. But I mean, the point is, is like this dress at a Miss Utah pageant was going to get more of an investigation than JFK was getting. <laughs> they locked down the auditorium. And- <laughs> yeah, I'm serious. Like we Man. were all about to become suspects. So oh who took it? Did you? Did they ever find out who did I, it? No, 
I have, I could, I have well, no say, idea. I, I remember you saying that uh, that place was haunted, and some people thought yes, that maybe the, uh, the ghosts had That's true, that the ghosts it. had taken it. That's true, that it was it was off in this dressing room that people weren't using, just in a locker that wasn't locked, but, like, you know, just would open. Mm-hmm. Just And rolled up in a very weird, like, like if someone took the top and then just kind of hand over hand rolled it up really quickly and shoved it in a locker. It was really weird, but um, that really happened, so. Wow. And nobody was about to let anyone else get away with it, so. Um, just yeah, saying, let's but, give, but you know, all of that when you, when the you president, really, the dress right, when you take a step <laughs> back and you look at that, and I think that's why these conspiracy theories, I've said this, uh, before, but that's why these conspiracies live on clearly because we're, we're not idiots. We can use our senses to understand that something doesn't match up with what we're being told. Yeah. So, I mean, will we ever know who killed JFK? Probably not. Will we ever know what happened that day for real? Probably not. But what happened shaped our um, shaped our future. It uh, shaped politics. It opened the door for everything that came after that. I think I mean, it changed it, the relationship that the American people had with our president. We haven't had that relationship with a president, I feel like, since. Mm-hmm. I mean, some That's people true. can feel like they individually connect. But I mean, as a nation that truly loved their president um, and who had a good relationship with its people as well. Right. So, And you know what? The, the the worst part about it is that like it doesn't solve anything you know it your lbj didn't instantly make the world a better place even if oswald had felt like you know what i'm going to take kennedy out because it'll be the world will be a better place well he gave us he gave us johnson who gave us vietnam yeah. who led to nixon yeah. who led to all of this stuff who led to what happened with carter and then i mean then you get reagan and then there's a bush in the white house and then there's another but you can literally trace it and go look from that day the next 40 years of our of our uh, national uh policy out yeah a lot of uh, lost trust <clears throat> Yeah, and there was. There was a lot of people who, from that point on, you're right, they they put up walls against their government. And I think that was like the first time, I mean, maybe other times people question the death of a president or something like that. Maybe they did with Lincoln. There were, like we had talked about, the attempts on Jackson, the unsuccessful attempts on him, who was also opposed to the Federal Reserve and right. the big banks, um, interestingly enough. But I think that um, it was the first time that people really started looking at the government like, do they maybe want to hurt us? Yeah. Are they not really just there to protect us? I think there was that first time yeah. that they really started looking and going, hmm, maybe maybe we don't trust them wholeheartedly. And and, and it began our it began our legacy of uh, of being in a war all the time, war after war after war. Yeah. And, and it also pits us against each other too when we right. have controversy over who are, you know, if we can't. And and, and let's let's. Look, I know that right now is a tumultuous time for everyone. There are people who are protesting, and you have the right to protest. But no matter how much you dislike a person, no matter how much you dislike a, the policies of a of a uh, of a president or a candidate or a, a whatever, this is never the answer. And all no. it is is sad, and all it is is unnecessary, and all it does is leave questions and holes and what could have been. And it's really ridiculous. So I really hope that we are well past the days of lone nuts. We are well past the days of people doing something stupid. And and use your voice and use your use your vote. But <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't think we're past the days of nut jobs doing something no, stupid I, though. I really I think we're, we're, we're not. I think we're they, sometimes they run for yeah. president. So. Well, um, <laughs> 
I actually have something I thought about. So you know how Kennedy's whole thing was like, we're getting to the moon? And there's yeah. like that famous speech, we're going not because it's easy, but because it's hard. Yeah. So let's say that we we faked the original landing so that Russia would be like, oh, we lost the race, dang it, America's better. And then Kennedy didn't know about it. And then a few years later, Kennedy finds out about it, and he's like, wait a minute, this thing that I want to use as my staple as president of the United States is fake? Hmm. He's like, no. Yeah. And then he's like, well, we got to tell people. And so they're like, well, all right, we'll just shoot you. There's a number of things that could have been. Yeah. I mean, you can literally look through Kennedy and you can go, it could have been his philandering. It could have been his policies. It could have been his stance against the war. It could have been his... Or his want to be transparent with things. Right. And they just the, hated that. Shutting down the CIA, pissing yeah. off the FBI, pissing off the military. It's not like he didn't have enemies. It's not like most presidents. So it, we were just at a really pivotal time when we either needed to move in one direction or another nationally. And I, I don't know. I think Kennedy would have taken us in a different direction. I really would have loved to see what America would have been if Kennedy had continued to be our president. But we'll never have that because somebody, some people, a group, uh, who knows who, took the away from us. For better or for worse, we weren't given the opportunity to, to choose. They chose for us. And, and uh, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, a real, it's a real sad thing to think about what might have been. Anyway, true that. <laughs> yeah, it's a bummer. It's 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 hard. It's a sad thing. The Kennedys are sad, and in yeah. fact, we wanted to talk a little more about the Kennedys, but we realized, you know, you can't try to cram everything in all at once because there's so much to this family. We want to talk. Especially if you're LBJ. <laughs> <laughs> you, nice. You fit it in. Nice. Well done. Barely. Hey. <laughs> um, but there's, I mean, there is, there's uh, Ted Kennedy. Uh, there's JFK Jr.'s death. Yeah. There yeah. is um, a lot of tragedy within the Kennedy family. Robert Kennedy's assassination. Uh, there are so many avenues of the Kennedys. Um, but today, we just kind of wanted to have a little discussion about JFK and the assassination. And I feel like most people have an opinion about JFK's assassination. Yeah. It's yeah. not something we've, we, we feel, I feel like we needed to educate anybody about today. It was more like, eh, here's some interesting things that yeah. we want to talk about. Yeah. So I hope you guys dug it. Um, we still want some uh, suggestions. I think we should, I, you know, now, since I know you don't know anything about Lizzie, watch the Lizzie Borden video that okay. I made. And then uh, maybe let's, we could do a, an episode on that. It's a fascinating story. Okay. The, the trial, everything. It's really interesting. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to do JFK Jr. Yeah. We've got some other stuff coming up. Ooh, and, yeah. and I think his we should stories. do false flags. False flags. His story's yeah. sad. Um, you know, Pretty sure that's his fault he crashed. By the way, false, speaking of false flags, I, I was one of the things that uh, got us into Vietnam, much like 9/11, was uh, the Gulf of Tonkin, which was uh, a battle that took place in a in a body of water, um, Gulf of Tonkin, uh, that involved a USS Maddox, I believe, um, a warship that said it encountered North Vietnamese uh, torpedo boats, and that they exchanged fire and had this battle, and that like North, like there were some Vietnamese troops that were killed and everything, but then like some people believe that the battle didn't actually happen. And that it was kind of like this false flag and that the Maddox was actually there to to kind of egg the the Vietnamese on, like, right. oh, I'm sticking my boat, my nose in my boat in your water. And right. so they were so that we could kind of get them to attack or or make a you know, create a story right. that we could then do. Oh, and that gives us a reason to go to war. Huh. And uh, you know, it's not it's not conspiracy theory, nutcase stuff for for um, the Gulf of Tonga to be viewed as a false flag. I think a lot of people view it that way. So you know, um, there's a lot of similarities. 
there's a lot of similarities between these actions and the following, the way that they were cleaned up, the investigations, the way that they shaped the future, the power that mm-hmm. it gave the government, um, the decisions that were made on behalf of the American people. There's a lot of these things. And that's why I think people believe the government did it because nobody else would have been, even in Dallas, LBJ, I mean, government, because if he had, if he, nobody else could have had all these shortcuts would have tolerated all this bullshit. Yeah. Uh, would have would have a, would have had a, a suspect picked out and done before doing any kind of investigation. Yeah. Those are people with ideas in their heads already. Yeah. Much like Osama bin Laden did it. Yeah. These guys did it. They're done. We had their names before we we knew what it we had happened. Really, we had we had yeah. the people who did it. So I, I don't know. To me, it's just a, it's just a fascinating, sad day. Mm. Yeah. I think a lot. Th- I think because people get so wrapped up in the fact that it's like, oh, he was the president of the United States, the most powerful man in the world, that people forget he was also a dad. Like, his poor wife had to tell his kids that dad's not coming home. Jackie saw that. Yeah, Jackie sat there and watched her husband as, look, if you're sitting next to somebody in a car right now, turn over to them and know that that's as close as Jackie Kennedy was to watching this happen. That must have been the longest goddamn 10 seconds of her life. Oh, I can't even so fathom sad. what she went through. I can't Ugh. fathom what those people that were standing there watching their president, this man that gave them hope, yeah, watching him die in front of them. Our nation, my mom can remember where she was exactly. She goes, I, I was in my classroom and they came in and they told us. I mean, she remembers being a person. You know, she was, my mom would have been 15 when it happened. And uh, she remembers it, being yeah. in school, sitting there and being told. And yeah, you're right. They they take the they take the humanity out yeah. of that. It's just oh, this is the JFK video. Okay, hold on. Yeah. Oh man, back into the left. You know, you don't you don't realize that's a man. That's a yeah. a, a brilliant and man they, who sacrificed his life to back up what he believed yeah. in. And then there's that mm. video of his little son. He's like five, like saluting when he drives oh, by. Oh yeah, yeah. And, and JFK his, uh, Jr. Yeah, yeah. It's sad. It was a sad day, and it's a sad event. And um, if you're listening to this on the day this comes out, then you're listening to this on the day that he was killed. This he would have uh, died on November twenty second, nineteen sixty three. So, what is that? Fifty fifty three years ago. Wow. Jeez. Fifty three years ago. Wow. And a crazy fifty three years it's been. I don't know if we would have gotten to this America had JFK stayed in the in in the White House. Who knows what would have happened? That's the thing. Maddening questions. Yeah. Questions that we can't answer. Um. So. I don't know if you have questions, if you have more information or things that we didn't talk about. Cause I mean, there's so many avenues to this. I really wish we could have talked about it all. Bring it up, tweet it at us, Instagram, Facebook. You can find us on all of that. Uh, Eric, Danny, you got anything to say in the end? No, we wrapped it up pretty nice. Yeah. Sorry for all the times that words turned into yawns. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm you're <laughs> having like twice. We need to just, I need to take a picture of your tired face. No, we don't well, need that. But what I'm saying is like, you you did this, you got up, you went to practice, you're tired, you're beat up, you came here, you sat through it, and you did it, and I'm very impressed. Thank you very much. Oh yeah, I love Stepped this. It up. It's good stuff. Yeah, oh, this yeah. was a good stuff today. So thank you very much. Uh, if you want to hear us talk about something, like I said, hit us up, let us know. So, on behalf of Danny, on behalf of Eric, and everyone here at the secretive Area 2 underground area two 
Area two? Is that what I said? Yeah. Area 52 is under construction. It, yeah, we're, we're 50 floors up. We didn't get down. The escalators broke like the ones by the club. Right. So we have to get them fixed. All right. Area 52 podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next time. Ladies and gentlemen, the very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. We decided long ago that the dangers of excessive and unwarranted concealment of pertinent facts far outweighed the dangers which are cited to justify it. Even today, there is little value in opposing the threat of a closed society by imitating its arbitrary restrictions. Even today, there is little value in ensuring the survival of our nation if our traditions do not survive with it. And there is very grave danger that an announced need for increased security will be seized upon by those anxious to expand its meaning to the very limits of official censorship and concealment. That I do not intend to permit to the extent that it's in my control. And no official of my administration, whether his rank is high or low, civilian or military, should interpret my words here tonight as an excuse to censor the news, to stifle dissent, to cover up our mistakes, or to withhold from the press and the public the facts they deserve to know. For we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence, on infiltration instead of invasion, on subversion instead of elections, on intimidation instead of free choice, on guerrillas by night instead of armies by day. It is a system which has conscripted vast human and material resources into the building of a tightly knit, highly efficient machine that combines military, diplomatic, intelligence, economic, scientific, and political operations. Its preparations are concealed, not published. Its mistakes are buried, not headlined. Its dissenters are silenced, not praised. No expenditure is questioned, no rumor is printed, no secret is revealed.